Hello, and thanks for listening to episode 19 of the For the Pop podcast. This episode features myself and Hank312 just having a chat. We talk a little Doctor Strange. We talk some wrestling. It's just kind of a catch-up. We haven't done one of these in a while, so I hope you guys enjoy the show. What's poppin', guys, gals, non-binary pals? It's your boy, OG Hank312. And this week, as always, I'm joined by my brother from another mother, the incidental nerd. Brother Nerd, how you doing? How you living? How you feeling? What's up, brother Hank? Uh, I'm doing well. Doing well, man. Uh, just looking forward to the weekend. I've been working for the weekend. Uh, today, it's Thursday night when we uh, when when we uh, typically record these uh, lovely things that come out to you the, the following Monday. Yes, sir. Um, so I'm looking forward to... Uh, opportunity to see some rustling tomorrow night at at freelance uh over the top or the is it over the tope rope boo over the tope (laughs) (laughs) i boo you i feel you yeah i I get you hold on i'm gonna i feel like i'm a little too dark there we go oh never too dark for me baby yeah, and I got a little. I look like way too dark. I don't know. I, I like this color. This is there you go. This color is called summer. It's very nice, and it, it, and it is basically summertime now. So. Yeah, I, I have maybe this week you notice I have my fan set up on the little stool because it was too low and I wasn't getting too much air. So I got the fan right here, just twisting and turning, and nice little cool blast of air. You know where else you got a fan? Sitting in this chair right here. I'm a big fan of you, buddy. Yeah, so last week we did a fantasy draft of tag teams. Yes, we did. Um, I haven't gone back and listened to it yet, but mm-hmm. I actually am looking forward to it because uh, I thought we were having fun. I had a good time with it, and I know we were obviously you were in on this. We yes. had uh, we're, we're accompanied by uh, chair number three, Beardo Peck, whatever you want to call him. Uh, we're great. joined by a uh, friend of the show, the Curb Dog, the voice of Chicago, Kirby Alexander. And joining us for the first time was uh, James Camioni of, uh, of of the Freelance Umbrella. Yes, but, also uh, known as James Russo. James Russo, J.C. Smalls, you know, what a guy. Whatever, but, um, what, what, however you want to call him. Just don't call him late for dinner. Hey, don't call him hey. late. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, other than that, you know, it was an up and down week, up and down week. I, I had I had a great day Saturday catching up with some old friends. My friend came from Cali to uh, have her son baptized, and nice. Uh, it it was just it's just like one of those like good like almost like a perfect day, you know. Like you're surrounded by people that you know love you and respect you, and it was just seeing her family for for the first time in a long time. It was just great to see everybody. How you doing? And you know, then extending the party to later on. Then had a little family drama happen over the week. Uh, you know, uh, a guy I consider cousin, you know, was involved in a hit and run. He's in danger of potentially losing his leg. Yeah. Uh, but you know, well, you know, the the good thing is, I it seems like he's no longer in danger of losing his life. But one way or another, his life has changed forever. Right. But you know. But we got to deal with that what it is. He's staying positive. The, the moments he, you know, he is uh, coherent. Uh, but other than that, man, like I said, I don't mean to bring it down. But unfortunately, that's oh, life. That's life, bro. That's uh, life. But You and, know, I'm sending all my love to you and your family over that for sure. Well, for sure, man. And I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it, it's funny. Uh, I'm weird. I, I, I process feelings and serious stuff differently. So now I find it funny because now when I'm driving, uh, for those who may be listening and don't know, it was a hit and run. The people, the, 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 the shitty part is he remembers making eye contact with them and seeing the panic in their face and they still left them there. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's, there's a, you know, there's a people, are, the, the car's being looked for, but yeah. now when I'm driving, it, it's, it's, it's kind of like one of those, uh, you don't notice the cars until you buy them. Right. You know, when you buy that certain model. So now like I'm driving and I think I see the, 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 the truck and I'm like, Holy shit. And I'm like, no wrong, wrong color or wrong, right. wrong. Model. So, you know, it's, it's, it's weirdly funny in that as I'm driving like, wait, what the fuck was that? Oh wait, never mind. It's a fucking bug. <laughs> <laughs> not a, not a Chevy Z one, whatever, Silverado, whatever the fuck it's called. 
but yeah, man, that's that that's me, you know. That but isn't that life like the ups and downs of life? And and at the end of the day, we have uh good friends to bring you back to normal normalcy and we you know wrestling and all things nerdy. Indeed, indeed. And indeed. and work, and work. We got a new person at work. I, I I had her as a student today. It's going well. It's going fun. Nice. Yeah. Nice man, you, man, you, you're you're new guy and you're training people already. What's going on? Well, here's the thing: there's supposed to be three uh, case managers, and I'm the only one that's there. So, wow. Yeah. So, but also, I guess it puts a little because you know it puts a little trust in the old Hank dog. Okay, he's he's doing good. We we can trust him to have a shadow. So this guy, this guy right there, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. What about you, man? Enough about me and my drama. What's happening with you? How was your week? Um, man, man, I just work, uh, Saturday, Saturday, I, 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 uh, since we didn't have to go to days of the dead, um, I ended up at my aunt's house. She's, uh, she's redoing her, her kitchen. Um, and it's pretty emotional. You know, you know, I lost, sorry to bring it down, but you know that I lost my uncle last year. Um, and that's my aunt whose husband passed away. Um, they've been living in that house for 35 years always wanted to to redo the kitchen oh, okay. never got the opportunity to do it together um so i went and met my cousin up there who might you know my cousin is my cousin jeremy is sure. like one of my best my best friends in the entire world and we don't really, really get to hang out as much as we used to right, so right. um we hung out for the day and did some demo did some painting nice. uh, just got to spend some time with my aunt. So that was all, all very good. Very good stuff. Very cathartic. Um, I'm sure, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, like I mentioned uh, during our, our fantasy draft, I did this, I did a fast from like last Wednesday until Sunday. Mm. So like I was literally just either drinking or eating soup, which was basically drinking as well. (laughs) There was not a lot of solid food for five straight days. So I'm glad to be like, I had my first, Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. Oh no. In like, I don't even know how long because they took them off the menu and today was their first day back, I think. Uh so <laughs> woo, woo, Mexican pizza's back, baby. Shout out Taco Bell sponsors. I've never had a Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. So Taco Bell, throw your throw your boy a, a pizza. Or or shit. The next time we drive by one, I'll be like, let's get some, <laughs> let's get a Mexican pizza. But um, so I mean, those have been my high points, really. Um, you mentioned you, you did a fast. Um, it's funny. I, I hear of this company uh, on the radio all the time called Squeeze. Did you do anything like with the company or? Yeah. Uh, I know this you guys one, are very uh, thrifty or. Inter- yeah, it was it was a different it was a different company. I mean, it was I mean, like I'll put it on on, on jump that it was expensive. Like, yeah, I'm, do, I'm, I'm doing this five days for the next so two more months so i have to wait 25 days before i can do another five days then i wait 25 days and i do another five days this is to help with my uh my blood sugar um and hope and hopefully because i am i'm my blood sugar levels are in the diabetic range um i'm not feeling any of the any like i'm not having side effects right now thankfully um but we want to avoid that. So we're trying to get my A1C, my blood sugars back down uh, to a, to a good place. Nice. And then also hopefully this will kickstart some metabolism as well. Uh, yeah. Part of the fast, part of the fast thing is uh, it gets you into a not, not ketosis the way that you would, if you, you're full blown keto, sure. but it gets you into a state of ketosis a little bit. So um, it's supposed to help burn off that hard to, uh, hard to lose fat. Sure, sure. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, I have a weigh-in in the morning, um, but it's mostly for health. It's not, it's not a, uh, not a, it, it's a strictly business, no pleasure. <laughs> it's not an aesthetic thing. Let's put it that way. I'm a, I'm a handsome man. If I get any more handsome, we're going to have trouble. Um, so, uh, so, so there's that. Um, so yeah, that's been, that's been the big focus for me. I got, uh, pop culture wise dude there's all sorts of crazy stuff happening you know like yeah. uh next wednesday is the start of the obi-wan kenobi series on okay. disney plus uh i'm really looking forward to that um two days ago a she hulk uh trailer dropped that's yeah, also that. that's also a disney plus show 
Um, so there's a lot of things that are coming out that I'm really, really excited about. Um, I, something I'd like to talk to you about. I know you saw it on opening night. Yeah. I saw it a few days later. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Right. Um, that's out uh, now, and I really enjoyed it very much. Spoiler uh, alert for anyone who hasn't seen it and, you know, is worried about spoilers. <laughs> right. Oh, I think so. I don't know if you want to talk about it, but yeah, I mean, oh yeah, I'm I'm ready to talk when oh. I'm I'm ready to talk whenever you'd like to, man. Oh, for sure. So like I I yeah, like I said, I I saw it uh, opening night, and I was very excited to uh, see it because, uh, I mean, it, it, it's it's you know it was hyped up like you had so much potential, and I don't want to say I was let down. Uh, I I wasn't overwhelmed. I was whelmed you were whelmed i enjoyed hey, listen, it like i'm hearing I, i'm hearing a lot of the same like i've heard a lot of people saying they loved it they thought it was wild and all that and like and and um maybe i'm an easy mark um for the marvel movies because um i really enjoyed it um it wasn't what i was expecting for 100 mm-hmm. was not what i was i what i was expecting but when i in as an afterthought or in hindsight mm-hmm it's exactly what it needed to be in my opinion because of if you're familiar with the director Sam Raimi sure uh Sam Raimi uh directed the Evil Dead movies Army of Darkness uh the first two Spider-Men with Tobey Maguire um and then he's all he's got a huge catalog of things that he's directed yeah, yeah. um so the idea that this movie kind of tiptoed or stuck a toe into the water of horror was not a surprise to me, but I didn't think that that was going to happen, but it did have kind of a, a horror vibe to it a little bit. Right. Um, it oh, definitely sure. the flashes and like it, it did, it did bring a lot more horror aspects than your traditional Marvel, Marvel yes. movie. Yeah. And, yeah. And, it was, and, it was really a lot darker. Um, it was one of the, it was, I think it was really the first Marvel movie where I was sitting in the theater and I saw a few kids and I was like, these kids <laughs> shouldn't be here. <laughs> like sure, sure. they're going to have nightmares. Um, like I didn't, but I might've oh, like, I if I was... did it. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I might've if I was a little kid, um, but he, here's one of the things like you you said yourself you were kind of whelmed over it um i think that much in the same way that we talk about wrestling yes um yes pop culture in general is is this way Mm -hmm. is when you're excited about something you can't help but speculate what of course what the possibilities are and within the speculation of multiverse of madness there was so much like Tom Cruise is going to be Supreme Iron Man and right. this is going to happen and that's going to happen and they're going to go to this universe and that universe and then, and then when you realize that it's a two hour movie and they need to tell a story yeah yeah like, like you know like so telling done right <laughs> um so and and I but I enjoyed the story and I've and um there's a there's a little podcast that I like to listen to it's called Fat Man Beyond uh it's it, it started out as uh fat man on batman it's a kevin it's a kevin smith podcast say, is it the kevin smith I, I yeah it's kevin smith podcast but but um it started off as just a strictly batman where he was having people that had been on the, in the films or done cartoons or done comics or whatever uh but it's it's evolved to it's now him and a guy by the name of mark bernardin who's a, a writer used to work for entertainment tonight he's um worked on a lot of television shows um and they just do pop culture in general so they'll talk about you know they talked about moon Knight. they talked they talked about uh uh, multiverse of madness mark bernardin being the 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 writer that he is is he's a he's a very big critic of everything he thinks of everything critically which i don't have the i don't have the ability to do a lot of the times if i go into a movie i'm just like wow pretty pictures Oh, like these are the guys I used to read in comic books. And that's like, and that's enough. Um, but for someone with a more discerning taste, even though he does have a background in knowing the different characters, he's able to break it down. And, and, and he said, you know, like, and I'm not, I'm sure he's not the only one, but like Wanda basically didn't need to be the villain. Uh, 
Doctor Strange doesn't really take a journey in in the movie. Like, there's no growth there other than spoilers. Yeah, he gets a, he gets a third eye. Sure, sure. At the end of the film, um, but you know, it's it's an interesting thing. Um, and and I'm, we're not really giving anything away when you're talking about what was in the trailers. Um, everybody kind of already knew that that some form of the Illuminati would be in it, right? And that that caused a lot of a, a lot of speculation because of the characters that are that have been part of the Illuminati in the comics. Yeah. So, um, so you know, the MCU did a version of the Illuminati in one of the universes. Uh, it was really cool. Um, a lot of people thought that um, there was possibly going to be some Fantastic Four in there, right. and a lot of people were right. So yeah. we got it. We got John Krasinski as as Reed Richards, right. which I thought was just awesome casting. I uh, think so too. Yeah. Yeah. I like I and and I really hope that they go with that. Like I would love to see that movie. And the thing that it opens up to me is, for one, Disney has gone out and they spent all this money to buy uh, 20th Century Fox so they could have you know the X Men movies and all like that. They own the the X Men cartoon that we right. absolutely loved as kids right. which is like professor xavier when he rolled out he rolled out in the in the wheelchair that he yeah. had in the cartoon yeah it, um if you pay very close attention and they kind of give a nod to it you don't have to pay too much attention but there's a scene where uh dr strange and and uh america chavez are going through a bunch of universes all like really really quickly yeah and, it, and when they're when they're finished dr strange says do we go th- were we cartoons like yeah. briefly so like it like so there's that nod to like and and that that uh cartoon is coming back it's going to be called x-men 97 yeah i've heard yeah and that's going to be coming back on on disney plus as well awesome. um so there's so there's a lot of like launching points and a lot of people were thinking too that like this is a this is a way, and it's still very very possible to bring in the the Fox the Fox entities right of the those X Men films and the uh, other the Fantastic Four films that were made right. all of the all of all the Marvel movies that were made and be like well that's not that's not Marvel Universe six one six that's a different universe. Which I think is is neat. It, it's it, for me. It's a nice little like ties it up in a nice little ball. Yeah, me me as a fan who my introduction to the X Men and all them isn't the comics because I was never a comic collector, uh, but I fell in love with the animated animated series of all these comics that made yeah. me want to know more about them. Absolutely, uh, the, the X Men, the Spider Man cartoon, uh, the Batman's. The Batman Beyonds and all those stuff, uh, which led that, which picked piqued my interest into learning more about all these characters and other right. other stuff like that. Like because because of the cartoons, like the Dark Phoenix, Jean Grey is like one of my favorite characters of all time, and I hated what they did with 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 that movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they so did that just twice, like, twice. Yeah. Like, and I both need times, it was like flat. I, I need redemption for for that character because she was. I remember her being so amazing and like. Just I remember being a kid and like man that was so awesome. But that was that was the first comic book storyline that I remember getting into, and and that had happened years before I started reading comics. The Phoenix, but but yeah, the Dark Phoenix saga. But um, they used to publish a thing called X Men Classic. Sure. And it was republishing old, which is brilliant. Because like, who can afford to go back and buy the old X Men comics? Not too many people. But you get an X Men classic book, which has the story from one of their original, and they keep the they keep it going in the the same numeric order. Yeah, and then right. at the end of the book, they had a standalone story with like one of the characters or something like that, sure. and reimagined cover and everything was really really cool. So, but the Dark Phoenix saga was my introduction into comic book reading oh, nice. and and that was so that always i like i love that and well, we then both had, we both share a connection with the dark phoenix there you go the there comics you go me through the through the animation series That's right and and i mean the, and and the the animated series i think was a good entry point for a lot of people and i'm sure that a lot of people that that were young gro- you know growing up watching that 
that have become comic book collectors will say like that's that's somewhere that they look back at like for me like same thing with like you know how much i love batman um the the animated series like my introduction to batman was the batman 69 so the adam west can't be old tv show fair same 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 yeah however my introduction to the form of batman that like in my head the kind of batman that batman is yeah came from the animated series sure i i agree i agree with you like yeah no disrespect but i think of the adam west batman and i just think of like the cheesy outfits and it was well, great for the time it was phenomenal well, but, that's for the, time. but that's the thing i think that a lot of people don't get is it was it's not like it was being it was being made that way straight sure and and, and now we look back at it and we're like oh that's horrible they were intentionally making a campy show you know like it was it was intended to be a little cheesy because then it because it was if you think about it that was a prime time television show yeah so that had to appeal to adults but they also wanted to draw on the kids as well so um like but yeah so that's a I but that's an entry point that a lot of people have as well yeah so like so I, I guess to kind of wrap, uh, not, I don't know, it doesn't have to wrap it, but like the multiverse of madness thing, like, you know, I, I'm not, I don't have the history of it like, like you do, right? So I'd consider myself like a casual super MCU fan. Uh, like I'm a super MCU fan. I, I really right. love the old cartoons and stuff like that. But once again, never read the comics. So a lot of these backstories and like really intricate stuff, uh, I don't pop for because I don't, I'm not so familiar with it until after, like, I'll see a TikTok of Straw Hat Goofy and he'll tell me like, oh, did you see that? And then he'll explain why that was so cool. Then I'm like, oh shit, that's fucking dope. Like, oh, awesome. and, and I'll be, and I'll be honest with you, you know, like I, I call myself incidental nerd and, and, and we've talked about it over and over again of why I do it. It's because right. the things that I love growing up, they, they're nerdy, they're nerdy things. However, right. like I love so many nerdy things you can you can see from, from my office. Yeah. So I didn't dedicate my mind to one thing. So I don't have the, and and listen, nobody has the, the encyclopedic memory and knowledge that our buddy ask Dan, Dan Escobar has of comic books. Hashtag like thing. he's like one in a million, Sure, sure, um, sure. but I don't, I, I don't consider myself by any means like a, a strong or a hardcore comic book fan i'm very much in the same realm as you now i've read more books than you have absolutely sure, sure, sure. i collected oh, for a short you. period of time no, no. i collected for a very like two different windows of my life yeah, yeah, when yeah. i was a, when i was a kid and like for a couple of years and then as an adult as a casual collector yeah, so no. I, it's not like i'm going out and i don't have books that i'm picking up every week or anything like that no. um so i also i do the same thing you do like if i'm interested in something I'm I'm on the internet because the internet is what it is. It it's you can go and get anything you want to know. Right. Yeah. So what what I I guess what I, what I was trying to say about that was like, um, like I did not dislike Multiverse of Madness. You know, uh, I I think I went in expecting one thing and one like you said there are expectations, but I felt like after when I left. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I didn't feel like I watched a Doctor Strange movie. I felt mm-hmm. like I watched a Wanda movie and I felt manipulated because I felt like, okay, Marvel knew what they were doing. It, it really is a Wanda movie at the heart of it. It's, it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a Wanda Maximoff, a Scarlet Witch movie, but we all know, unfortunately that female led movies don't do well at the box office so I feel like they pulled the old bait and switch. Like they gave us a bunch of strange and all these little bells and whistles, but it was really a Wanda Scarlet Witch movie, which yep. I felt, which I loved because I loved it. I, I thought it was really good. That's, that's an interesting perspective that, that like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think of that. Like, yeah. but you're right. Like, because I, I've heard a lot of people questioning her being the villain. Mm-hmm. Um, But like, she's if you understand marvel and you watching the mcu mm-hmm. films you you do understand she's like one of the singular most powerful entities in 
the multiverse. Right, right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, if you watched WandaVision, yeah. you know how fucking powerful she is. And that was like touching the tip of her power. Right. Like the way that, it, spoilers, giant spoilers, the way she killed Black Bolt, also just Dude, she, like, how fucking powerful is that? She decimated the Illuminati. I can't believe I had to watch Charles Xavier die for like the second or third time in my life. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's she, my Charles Xavier. She fucking shredded Reed Richards. Yeah, she blew Black Bolt's head up inside of his head. She cut Captain head. Black Bolt is from the Inhumans. Uh, it's oh. not a very like it's not a like there was a there was a television show that like Agents of Shield kind of led into Inhumans. There was right. a television show. It didn't really do well. It is a it is a comic book that's got you know like it, it's one of those where like they dug way back kind of when the same way that they did guardians of the galaxy. And everybody was like, like, everybody was like, what the fuck is guardians of the galaxy? But like, so they took a swing, same thing with eternals. They took a swing. Like they don't always hit them out of the park. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy was put in the right hands, and they and and it was a phenomenal thing. Uh, Inhumans was was fine. It was okay. Uh, Eternals, yeah, was all right. Yes, uh, you know, about <laughs> yeah, forget about it. Forget about it. But but um, yeah, like I didn't even think about the bait and switch thing. Um, because I mean, yeah, Doctor Strange is highly like. I think that there's a lot of function that this movie pro- like provides. There's a lot of like. The, the whole thing I was talking about with the multiverse where, and, and it's a kind of a launching off point where like you go from uh, No Way Home, Spider-Man No Way Home, yeah. which was very epic. It was like this, like everything felt so important and just yes. like there was, what's I don't know what the word I want to use is, but there was some gravitas to everything that they were doing. Sure. And you don't, have that much Give me one sec, sorry. yeah no problem i'm just gonna keep talking yeah yeah please look, um, i'm still here so you don't have the uh the same feeling in dr strange there's not that same uh urgency urgency is right. probably the word i'm looking for i agree um you know so it maybe maybe it, it could have been dr strange part two part a and part b and that would have been, and and they could have told a more interesting story. But within, but with the story that they did tell, I still enjoyed it. And there were elements in it that, like, one of the things I really enjoyed was, um, first off, they kind of brought back in some of the, if you watch the what if, oh yeah, um, if you watch the what if series, uh, I think three or four of the of of the um, episodes were brought into the into the film in, in, in uh including um captain carter that I, I i love captain carter um and the the evil dr strange right um and uh zombies because there was uh you know dr strange is a zombie right. um which again that goes right back to the evil dead and the army of darkness stuff those are those are zombie films um you know at the root of, yeah. of them um so, but then, you know, it's interesting. It did one of the things that I really don't care about or I don't care for in comic book films. And it's establishing a character, rooting that character, and then killing the character off. Mm. And I don't know what they're going to do with Wanda, the Scarlet Witch, but I wasn't expecting that to, to happen. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you, and. Like I said, I, I didn't dislike the movie. Uh, I think partially it's my own fault because I bought into so much of the hype. But like, it was still a good movie. Like, it's 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 still a good movie, but it just, I unfortunately, the last few years of Marvel has given us epicness. It was epic. You yeah. know, Endgame and, uh, you know, Infinity War. And then... Their Marvel series have been excellent on Disney Plus. Loki was awesome. WandaVision yeah. was awesome. I loved the uh, Captain so- uh, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Uh, you know, I loved those those films. And yeah, uh, I mean, Spider Man No Way Home. Uh, is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah. 
one of my favorites, you know, not even just Marvel movies, but just like, I'm, I love Spider-Man. I, I, I connect. So not, you know, I love, I love that character. Uh, yeah. What a phenomenal movie. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, and, and, and it was good. It was really, 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 really good. Like, but it just, it doesn't compare to the, the, the top tier and right. there's and there's nothing wrong with that. Like no, and there's no. You're absolutely right. There isn't anything wrong with that. Right. Just as just just as much as as picking up. Uh, not every comic book is going to be your favorite comic book or anything. Not every not every wrestling match that you watch is going to be your oh, favorite wrestling match, as sure. we know. Right. Um, which I, I not to make a, a complete right turn here. Let's do it. But, but it. speaking of favorite wrestling matches, um. On a like by a fluke, like I still tape New Japan uh, or okay. record. I'm an old man. I record New Japan on on my uh, on my uh, VCR DVR <laughs> on my DVR. And um, the last episode or maybe two episodes ago was the uh, Windy City Riot. Uh, so the show that happened here on uh, the day before Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, or no, excuse me, the day before Easter. Yes. Um, cool. And the main event of that show was John Moxley versus Will Osprey. Oh, Will Osprey, yeah. And um, I've, I, I'm a fan of Will Osprey. Sure. But this was a very different Will Osprey than what I've seen in the past. Sure. And I haven't seen a lot of New Japan, like, of late. Yeah. But, man... Five star match, yeah. five star fucking match. Nice. Him and Mox went hard, and and I love they fucking the the there were only two matches on the show. It's because it's an hour long show, so oh, yeah yeah yeah. Um, they had uh, Ishii versus Murder Grandpa. That was the the first uh, the first match, and then it was Moxley versus Osprey, That's and nice. both of them were those were stiff matches. Um. Like they were, it was really, really good. So I wanted to throw it out there. If anybody hasn't seen those matches, if you have the ability to, and in this world, come on, everybody has the ability to find it on YouTube or wherever you, the, especially the Will Osprey, uh, John Moxley, that opened my eyes to a whole different Osprey. And that might be what he's been for a while, but it's just, I didn't, I haven't seen it. Sure. Sure. No, that, that makes sense. That That's yeah. That, that's fun. Uh, I thought you were going to take it to uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi. Well, that is that is another topic of conversation. Um, right. I mean, I think that's blowing up the internet's right now. Um, yeah. You know, for those for those of you that are listening that are not familiar with with what happened, um, uh, all day on 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 Monday leading up to the broadcast of uh, Monday Night Raw, uh, WWE um, all over the interwebs was uh, promoting a six six pack challenge. Featuring uh, Sasha Banks, uh, Naomi, uh, Asuka, Becky Lynch, Nikki A.S.H., and Dewdrop. Right. Um, we get into Monday Night Raw, and um, it starts to come out through the broadcast. Corey Graves drops in that Sasha and Naomi walked in or 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 they were seen with their luggage leaving the building right and um at one point he even calls them unprofessional yeah um there were there were three or four different times where it was pointed out that they had basically took their balls and went home right right um while i was watching monday night raw and this happened to be one of the few times where i actually like within the first 45 minutes I had caught up and I was live with the show. I typically watch it like almost always on a, on, you know, I like, well, it's still, well, I can zip zip through the, the commercials. Sure. Um, but while the show was still live and like an hour in at the very least, WWE put out a, a notice saying that um, Sasha and Naomi went into John Laurinaitis's office and um they they said they weren't happy with their position. Uh, according to this notice, they said that they they felt unsafe in the ring with two of the competitors. Oh, is that what it was? 
That's what this note, this is what this notice said. Now, if you're a smart mark, like we try to pretend like we are, Becky Lynch and Asuka are not the people that they were talking about. So that was, so the WWE was singling out Nikki Ash and Dewdrop, regardless of what actually happened. Because there's, now there are conflicting stories that, um, basically what the, what was going to happen was Naomi was going to win the six pack challenge, possibly even pinning Sasha to do it. Okay. Um, and then go on to face Bianca Belair where, and then Sasha was going to go off and have a program with Ronda Rousey. Both of those programs would be, they would be on the losing end of those programs and it wouldn't shine any, any light on, on their championships. That's that the they have. Right. Right. Okay. Now, 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 um, Sasha Banks came up in in NXT under the tutelage of some amazing talents, one of them being Dusty Rhodes. Sure. And I don't know if she had this instilled with her before or if this is something she got coming up, but I think that Sasha is very protective of who that the boss is. Yeah. And... I think it's not uh it's 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 not too out of the realm of possibilities that she's just not happy with the direction of the Sasha Banks the boss character the where she's being positioned in the company yeah. because arguably she's in the top 5 let's say of the women that they have in that company and in terms of marketing you know she's been in, she's been in a Star Wars series yeah. Um, you know, her cousin is this Snoop Dogg. I'm, I'm sorry, multi-time but she's, champion. She, she's the most. I'm, so, I'm sorry to interrupt, but she's like the sure. most marketable uh, of the four horsewomen. You know, and I, I know yeah. they wanted to be Charlotte Flair, and God knows that they've given her the championship enough, and she and she deserves it because she is great. She is phenomenal. We've said plenty of times. Yeah, Charlotte Flair is all that, and the bag of chips with the dip allow me to be an old man. Hit you with some old <laughs> phrases like that. But she really is. But Sasha is just she she she's on a different level when it comes to like star power. She she transcends she, wrestling. She could be a female the female rock. She could be the next Dwayne Johnson, a female that, version that, of that. That's that's you know that's that's high praise. But you know yes, and it's and what you know yes, she she has mainstream crossover appeal. Yeah, Where, she's a, she look. She's a beautiful girl. Sure. She's talented in the ring. Right. Um, she's working on on the acting stuff. Uh, she has a ton of charisma. She she's a good interview. Um, so to be and and I'm not like I'm not saying that she should be pissed off that she's a tag champion. She but she, I think she's justified in being pissed off that she's the tag champion when they don't give a shit about those belts. Well, she she said it on the Stone Cold podcast. You know, she's like, she's no longer just happy to be there. She's no mm-hmm. longer just happy to get there and go to catering and collect a check. She right. wants to be great. You yeah. know, like what is it? I think her thing was just like blessed with this like want for greatness. And but like she she or cursed, however you want to look at it, but like right. you know, this insatiable uh, thirst for greatness, and mm-hmm. that's fucking phenomenal. And yeah. we know she we know she can work, sure. Like anyone else, does she have some some floppers at times, some bad matches? Few and far between, sure. Yeah. Um, but I think she's one of WWE's biggest stars to have. And uh, my my real big thing this week has been um, uh, people calling them unprofessional and they should be fired and this and that. And it's just like, where was all that when Stone Cold did it? What about when Brock Lesnar did it? CM Punk did it. Tony Storm just did it, and everyone was like, "Yeah, girl, go fucking get it." Jeff Hardy just did it, and I was like, "Yeah, about fucking time." You know, Jeff deserves it. Like, keep that same fucking energy. And I'm sorry to be that guy. Keep it for the two young, beautiful black girls. Mm. Because why? Why is I, I? And I hate to do that. I know people who may listen may may roll an eye or whatever, but it's just like, unfortunately, it's a pattern. They get called spoiled, and they get called out their names, and called unprofessional on live fucking tv by their own peers yeah um why does that why why is that okay when the legends that you fucking salivate over they did the same thing and it's all good 
Yeah, it's that's, that's my perspective. No, it's and it's an interesting point of view. Um, like the market me is like is like this has to be a fucking work because it the story doesn't make a lot of sense. I agree. The 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 optics, let's say, like to talk about a brand, the yeah. optics on this don't make a lot of sense. If Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out on that company, the way that the WWE handled it was 100% unprofessional. They were the unprofessional people. If they, if, if Sasha and Naomi legitimately dropped their, the belts off at John Laurinaitis's desk and took their bags and went home, Right. The WWE, they handled it unprofessionally by putting all of that stuff out, <clears throat> making making Sasha and Naomi the bad guys by by saying that they were complaining that people they were going to work with were not safe. That puts that puts the, the everything on them. Yeah, he, here here's the thing, right? It's um, WWE could have easily. You can't really keep stuff in house anymore because of the way the world works now with the internet and dirt sheet, right? Like, right. Yeah. We get that. But the, all the WWE had to say, and they could have just grinned and bared it and just let it play out because let cooler heads prevail. Card subject to change. That we've heard that our entire life. We know that phrase literally because of wrestling. Yep. I don't know that phrase from anywhere else in the world. No, it's from wrestling. It's, it's from wrestling. And, and like, the, and listen, like what we got was a, a pretty darn good match between yeah, Becky course. and Asuka. Right, right, right. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that was going to be part of that, of that six pack <laughs> challenge. It was going to sure. be a gauntlet match. So right. like, like maybe we would have still gotten part of that match, you know, and, and I don't know who else had to step up and, and fill some time. Um, but there was no need to put those girls on blast. Excuse yeah. me, women. I, I don't. I don't mean that in a derogatory term. It's just. Wow, I'm you just call them broads. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. You know, um, and you know, I got to mention them if it's it's not. I, but I don't listen to Busted Open like I used to. But I did happen to catch him, <laughs> and uh, that guy Bully Ray, he mm-hmm. he, uh, he did uh, you know he did touch on that you know cards are going to change. But his take on that was like, because someone else brought it up also, um, and his take was like, it's only card subject to change when Vince doesn't like it. That's when it's okay to change the card. He goes, any other time, if you know, if it's the wrestler changing it, right? You know, they're gonna get out in front of it and put the blame on the wrestler and not on themselves because they gotta save face. Because yeah, I, essentially they could have just said the card subject to change. Yeah, but it wasn't card subject to change because it wasn't Vince's idea. So. Well, and 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 you have a you have an interesting point too because you're you're right and and when you're when you're talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin and Brock Lesnar and and CM Punk um, and some of the other names, I mean these are the top tier sure. like like main eventers yeah. type guys. Jeff Hardy, but but. Sasha Banks has main evented uh WrestleMania. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um uh and and Naomi is is one of their most like underrated and underused underutilized talents. No doubt. And guess what guys? She's married into the fucking bloodline. Right. Like like I've been waiting for her to be brought into the fold with yeah. the bloodline because she's part of that family. I mean and, same, but you know, I don't know. Yeah. So like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what happens here and there's so much speculation and I don't want to throw flame on the fire or, or, or throw gas on the fire. It's sure, just, it's just such a wild story to me and, and the way that it's been held or, or dealt with like, and, and like there was someone on Twitter who claimed to be Naomi's friend that told yeah. their side of the story. Yeah, it's just like, that. what is going on here? Yeah, at the end of the day, honestly, like, I think there's little truths in all the stories we've heard so far. I mean, uh, we have a we ha- we both have a mutual friend who said in one of our chats, uh, quote unquote, according to his sources. Me and you know who his sources are. I'm not gonna say that, but like, 
he knows people personally that work for WWE that are in television. Uh, right. And they may have suggested it's a work, but who knows? You know, like, who knows? I, I, I don't, if I'm getting worked, awesome. I love when I get worked in wrestling because yeah. it makes me laugh at myself. Like, haha, you fucking idiot. You don't know anything. And- that's why that's why i've i've been like and it's it's funny like you're either in one camp or the other on this on this particular issue like hardcore and like and and i very rarely do i like make comments on on especially online because it's oh just God. there's so much toxicity out there that you know like, i'm always around the corner <laughs> waiting to bury you <laughs> but like there was a guy on tiktok that was like talking about it genuinely talking about it and, and like he was like really heartfelt and everything and I jumped in and I was like it's a work and he just like jumped on it like he's like he's like well yeah but no it isn't like in the comments and I'm like it was like it was just a throwaway comment but it's funny to see how people are so worked up about it yeah and people people love the wrestling man they take it serious yeah I it's like it, and, and it's an inside joke basically with with us and the squad yeah. Like everything's a work. Sure, sure. You know, so so like I find it funny where oh it's a work. It's a work. It's a work. I don't know if it is or not. If it is, then it's something I haven't really like I I don't think I've seen something like this before. You know, you know what's not a work? And what's I that? can't confirm this. So I'm just gonna go off something I saw online mm. because I was too lazy to do my own research. <laughs> but the math looking at it, you know, just on paper or whatever. The math seems to check out. Okay. Somebody, I guess, timed all the segments and has put out ever since Thunder Rosa became champion, she's only been on AEW television, like te- actual television. Like not Dynamite and Rampage. 20 minutes total. Where we, even without the championship, Britt Baker has still now been on tv much longer without the belt than thunder rosa i mean it's i i yeah i mean i've been been, i mean we've been vocal about this i didn't realize it was that much but we've been vocal about the fact that since she won that title she really hasn't been i think she's had maybe two televised matches right maybe even just one i can i i know she wrestled nyla right but and that was at battle of the belts Sure. I can't think of another match that she's had. And that was Easter weekend. Yeah. And that, so that was, a that was a good time away from after, after she had won the title. And it was like, every time she, like the first few times she came out to even try to cut a promo, she was attacked by, by Nyla. It like, yeah. Yeah. And, and then like, yeah, she came out this week and interrupted, uh, uh, deeds, um yeah which actually i I don't know if you did you watch dynamite this week i Um, watched bits and parts and i stopped watching as soon as i saw serena deep on tv no i I gotta tell you the serena deep uh like i'm not i'm not i'm not a fan really i really am not um i I think she's i think she's a fine wrestler like i know i recognize talent but um just doesn't connect with you to borrow something from wwe she doesn't move the needle for me you know um but coming out and, and and she like Dustin she called out Dustin Rhodes talked some smack on him and then she was like I got breast implants I shaved my head so uh-huh. like specifically talking about her time with WWE of course like um and and like that was the culture back then and to some extent still is right 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 you know, um, so that was interesting. But then Thunder Rosa came out and like kind of like Deeds Deeps was on top of that. Like there's I know they're I think they're gonna face Serena each other. Deeb. 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 Right? D-E-E-B. D-E-E-B. Yeah. Deeb. I don't know if you're calling her Deeds like Mr. Deeds, but no. Deeb. I probably did. Yeah, I, you maybe. Know. Or maybe I heard you wrong. No, no, no. I probably did. But I know I think they're wrestling each other at, at double or nothing. Um it's um, a lackluster match. Um I mean she's I think she's ranked number one in the women's division. Oh. 
uh, you know, because ranking matters. Yeah, but I guess other than that, like other than Britt Baker, that they who they love, who else do they have? And and then they, but they also they, I mean, the the Owen tournament and 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 Britt's in that. Oh. So and I think that tournament ends that night, and I have a feeling it's gonna probably be. Because right now it's down to um, Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. Tony Storm's gonna face uh, Britt in the fi- in the semifinals, and uh, Chris Statlander Ooh, nice. versus uh, Ruby Soho. Oh shit! You see, I forget. Like it's not a shot. I just I forget that they're there. Like you said, Statlander, and I was like, oh, that's right. So, Ruby, you're right. Neither. Well, and and the thing is, is too is like. The women's division since so it's not just Thunder Rosa. Right, right, right. The women's division in general has not been featured as much s- kind of since that that match. Since the blow-off match between Thunder Rosa and, and Britt Baker. That's weird. I mean Britt's gotten her time. Yeah. How how about how about uh moving forward, uh moving on? Uh, because in the interest of time, we should wrap this pretty soon. But I hear you. Um, uh, what a letdown were the Jokers. Like, when I when when <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't expect Gargano, but like, but when I saw Johnny Elite, I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And no disrespect, I'm sure she's great. Maki Odo is that her name? Maki? I like her. I like her a lot. But yeah, okay. as in terms I saw the of entrance like, and I was like, what the fuck is this? But she, I also but I don't connect with that form of entertainment. Okay. Like I, I mean she Hawaii. she pops me like like she does some stuff. Like especially the 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 falling headbutt that she does where she just goes limp and falls awesome. off to the side. That's that cool. that cracks me up every time. Awesome. But um when they have jokers, they have there is always the potential for like a big debut, of course, or or for someone to return. Um, so yeah, it was a little bit of a letdown. I don't know if this means that Johnny Elite is all elite now, or was it a one off? Who knows? Yeah, um, I, I thought as soon as we saw uh Johnny Caballero Mundo Puto, whatever his name is, <laughs> we were gonna get Taya Valkyrie as uh, as as uh, that would have been nice, that would have been nice, yeah, yeah. Hey, honestly, a- like for me, as soon as I saw Champa tweet out hanging with a bunch of jokers and it was him, Johnny, and Candace, I was like, oh, well, it's definitely not them now, like, he would have spoiled that for them, yeah. I also, well, I also saw that like Candace posted a picture picture on instagram and she looks great don't get me wrong but um uh quill is three months old and i saw her that day she posted a picture of herself with the kid and i was like okay she's she's not there like and and i know like from one of our inside sources yes um like it doesn't seem like johnny wants to work in the ring right now right 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 so i i thought that was a kind of a long shot but like we where's miro everywhere bro Where's Miro, bro? Isn't he doing some show I saw or heard? Oh, I, I don't know. But like there's yeah, Miro would have been a great joker, but yeah, uh, you know, I saw on Twitter he's gonna be on like some T on some TNT show. He was like in the in the promo oh. video for it. Okay, I, I was unaware of that. Um, yeah. but I but mean... still like they, they had they had the opportunity, like, dude, you know what would have been a huge pop? Hook. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's not like the kid can't go. Right. You know, like, so they had the opportunity to do some big things. And and that's not to diminish the abilities of Mr. John Morrison. Cause oh, he's great. He's he's an he's an all-time very, very talented wrestler. Like yeah, he, he's he's delivered so many athletic, fun, crazy moments that I remember, but it's just like and I it, it's I sound like a spoiled fan, but it's just like, okay, like I've I feel like I've seen your bag. I feel like I you've given us, you have so unselfishly given us so much of you that I feel like we've seen it all. So now it's just like, okay. He's doing his parkour. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean to sound negative about it, but unfortunately that's the way it's going to come off. You know? Like, oh, no, I understand what you're saying because like, he doesn't like, like I said about Serena Deeb. Yeah. She doesn't move the needle for me. Neither does John Morrison. Um, I I've enjoyed his work in the ring 
because like you said, I mean, the athleticism is undeniable. Like he's, he's done some things and you're just like the human body shouldn't be able to do that. Right. Um, so in that sense, that's amazing. Um, but like, yeah, it didn't really do much. And I don't think it, I like if, if Tony Khan thought that that was going to get a huge pop, well, he was sadly mistaken because it didn't. And even there, I, I don't know if this was like a, a purpose, a purposeful, purposeful thing to like do to draw attention, but they tweeted out like Johnny Gargano's here and they tagged Gargano, the, the a, official AEW account tagged Johnny Gargano, but then they quickly deleted it. Like, oh, now I don't know if that was a thing, like, all right, let's keep it up there for about 10 seconds, let people get their screenshots. Right. Uh, but because once again, I'm a fucking big dork and I think everything's a work. Well, and but the the thing too is is like does that get a few more eyes on the products? Because oh shit, Gargano's gonna be on AEW tonight. Right. So at least and, and it was the first match of the night. Right. So right. you could have tuned in and been like, oh, it wasn't Johnny. I'm done now. Whatever. Right. So you know, in this and 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 I did want to bring this up. Did you watch have you been watching Raw the last couple of weeks? Yes and no, a little bit. Just, just my whole, all my wrestling watching has been up and down and very short. I'm not watching no full shows. I'm fast forwarding through a bunch of stuff. Gotcha. Okay. But WWE has started doing something very interesting the last two weeks. Okay. Two weeks ago, they said at nine o'clock, Cody Rhodes is going to yes. be here. Appointment view of your appointment viewership. I have noticed that. Right. And then this Monday, they had a little clock in the corner of the screen counting down when Cody was going to be out. Down to Cody. That's right. And um, so it's interesting. It's interesting because it's like it I that's not anything that, that I've ever known the WWE to do. And, and because they know they have a hot commodity right now, they might have gotten a little bit of a spike in their ratings. Thanks to thanks to Cody coming over. And so it's like, well, with the with the NHL playoffs and the NBA playoffs going on right now, we're gonna tell our fans sitting at home when to tune in right. to see what they want to see. That's smart. I, I think that's smart, honestly. Yeah. I, I think it is. And honestly, you know. <laughs> I, I, I was always a Cody fan. I fell out a little, I fell out of favor a bit with Cody, but yeah. like now I feel like I'm back. Like I, I'm all in again. Like no pun, absolutely <laughs> no pun intended. Jesus Christ. Zero pun intended on that. No, they but, stole uh, that. They, they stole that from us. Like they've taken as wrestling fans, we can no longer say all in without thinking of AEW. Sure. It's, it's just, just damn you, Cody Bucks yeah. and Kenny. But I think to WWE's credit, they're doing a great job of positioning Cody to be a top babyface or a guy to be able to carry some of the load when Roman takes his little sabbatical. Yep. So, absolutely. Absolutely. You've got you have Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins, two exceptional workers. My God, yeah. They, in in a in Hell in a Cell. Have been great. Great, man. You're gonna be in Hell in a Cell. I'm watching. I was gonna watch anyways, but I'm a little bit more excited now. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And and Cody has that thing that his dad had. Um, that his promos, man. Yeah, he like, connects with the audience, I dude. Mean, he can you know. he can drop he can roll a tear on a fucking dime, and but but the thing is is that it doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel disingenuine you know he's just that fucking good at working a crowd no no the 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 kid can work the kid can work yeah so (laughs) but all right man uh i mean any any uh any uh speed round last points that you wanted to make before we take off on any wrestling stuff i enjoy ali being back on tv i do but i'd like to see i'd like to see more um i want to see I want to see him on a, on a premium live event. Um, uh, I'd like to see him actually wrestle um, um, your boy theory. Sure. Um, But it's good that, you know, like he asked for his release. They didn't give it to him another. 
I feel like they're forced to put them on television. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I feel like maybe this is like a, a last chance. Like, let's see what what let's see what juice we can squeeze out of this. It's never, but it it's never been about him. Right. It's never been about him. With the you know what they gave him that retribution was garbage. Yes, that was hot garbage. I mean, I think it could have been done in a better way and it, it didn't have to be garbage yeah. with slapping masks on a bunch of known wrestlers and, and that kind of, it was, I, people just took it for what it was and ridiculous yeah. and they didn't even have a chance. And you gave them dumb names like T-Bar. Yeah, it was just, it was just really stupid. They could have just, Daiko, what is his name? Daikovic or whatever. He, that's what his name should have been. Like he's a known entity. He was killing it in NXT. There was no reason to change his name. Right. Uh, Mia Yim, same thing. Like there was no reason they had fucking uh, Mercedes Martinez was in that fucking to begin with. Like the first time they showed up, Mar- Mercedes Martinez was with them too. And she was gone. Yeah, it was. So I hope as as a, a Chicago wrestling fan and a fan of the the man Ali, just from what I've heard and what I've seen of him. Because I've never had real any real interaction with him other than like a shake of a hand or a nod or, a, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I just I, I pull for that guy. So, and and the talent is there. And and unfortunately, it's not that's not always the thing that 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 helps you. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I hope I hope that he gets a legitimate Here, run and and they do something with him. Here's what we're going to end it with. Give me your hearts pick and your brain pick. The freelance 30 person battle royal. The winner goes on to next month for a shot at the freelance world championship. Who's your brain pick and who's your heart picking? Okay. I'm going to deep dig, dig deep down in my heart. Okay. I'm going to pull out a name. Yep. Smiley Kylie Ray. That's yes. who I'd like to see beat Robert Anthony for the freelance title. Sure. My my brain, mm-hmm. on the other hand, tells me that Darren Corbin's in it. Yeah, I think I so. Could, yeah. I I could see I could see Darren Corbin, mm. um, or somebody from the freelance academy. <laughs> Obviously, uh, <laughs> hey, th- there's gonna be a bunch of them in there, so right n- the 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 numbers. So you know, our our hearts pick is is uh is is both on the, on the you know I would in a perfect world I'd like to see Miss uh, Smiley Kylie Ray come out and we all jump for joy and we're having a great time and Kylie wins and she goes back next month to reclaim her title for one of her greatest rivals that she never lost for some reason she gave up whatever she had to give up the title she right. couldn't uh, commit to her dates that's mm-hmm. cool guess what this my heart's saying she's back she's gonna win the battle royal she's back it's time for the big time again smiley kylie ray versus robert eagle anthony for the freelance world championship next month and all is well in the world but then i remember she's in a program with someone else and And it just and then i remember she's in a program with someone else and it doesn't seem feasible and i can see how they eliminate each other or whatever in the next in the battle royal and then they go on to the next month and they have a one-on-one blow-off match uh but so, so what does your brain say my brain says it may be sunny outside but there's gonna be a storm in the logan square auditorium baby so that's heart says kylie brain says storm the kids been picking up wins left and right and he and all to his credit he has been delivering when he's getting in the ring um i think and I don't know what his his trajectory has been. He's been having bangers. He's been having good matches. Yeah, so I'm he, assuming, he has, for like, sure. And and not just freelance, but just in all wrestling. As I said earlier, yes. I haven't been paying as much attention to everything. So I'm assuming he's been building a resume of beating people. Yes. So Storm wins the battle royal. 
goes on to beat Robert Eagle Anthony next month at the Logan Square Auditorium for Freelance versus the World 7, should be technically, I think. And then Storm becomes your Freelance World Champion for a few months until he's gone and he signed that that WWE or AEW contract, brother, 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 brother. brother. I, that's how much I believe in the kid. I think he's got a great look. He's a big boy, and he and he he brings it on the ring, and he's done plenty of WWE work so far. So here, here are predictions that are sure to go go wrong. Can't wait from the incidental nerd and Hank three one two. Yes, OG Hank three one two. Hanky pinky on my screen apparently. Hanky panky. Uh. Except these won't come out until Monday after the show has already taken Perfect. place. Exactly. But this happened on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, I think that's the fun of it to see how wrong or how more Absolutely. likely how fucking wrong we were. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> but I look forward to spending some time with you, my brother, at the show. I um, I hope that those that are listening to this uh, went to the show and enjoyed it or caught it on IWTV. Yep. Um, and, and other than that, you ready to get out of here, brother? Too squeak me, brother. Let's get out All of here. All right, let's do it. Right there. That's Hank OG Hank 312. Yeah, that's me. I'm Hank. I'm Henry. I am the incidental nerd. Together, we are for the pop. And you know why we do it? We do it for the pop. Until next time, toodles. Toodles. We out this beyond. This has been a For the Pop production featuring OG Hank 312 and Incidental Nerd. If you like what you've been listening to, we'd appreciate a like or a follow. We can also be found on most social media outlets as For the Pop Pod. Check us out for additional content. As always, thanks for listening and be kind to one another.